Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Marisela Morales with Everything Stay at Home Mom, the blog and the podcast. And with me today is Claudia. How are you, Claudia? I'm good. How are you? Good. So let me see what I titled our episode because that's how bad my memory is. Oh, no. It's hello. Hello again and fun work from home alternatives. So, yeah, what I wrote in the description of the show is that we're attempting to make a comeback (laughs) to our podcast because we've been taken away by life and all its occupations and but we really miss this show and our audience, so we're going to try to come back slowly and surely, and hopefully we'll regain our our listeners. Yeah. and I, oh, Sorry about that. It's been a long time. I was really excited because we've had some comments on different social media places, and um, there's people listening, so if you listen, we love you. And um, Thank you so much for leaving comments. It's just really, really motivating, and it makes me want to do shows. Yeah, for sure, and it's it's kind of nice to know that someone's getting benefit out of it, whether just knowing that there's someone out there like them that's feeling or experiencing the same things, if nothing else, you know? So it's really nice to get comments on our blog posts or on social media or reviews and just if you're new to this podcast, just know we keep it real. <laughs> We're not professional podcasters with studios to record in, so you will hear children crying in the background, just like right now. My son's crying and whining. Um, so we hope that doesn't coffee bother makers. you. <laughs> coffee makers and microwaves. Because if I don't have coffee, I can't function. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I had mine already, but I, I should probably start preparing lunch soon. So I might be doing that while we talk. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so hello again. Um, should we? I think we should just go ahead and start with what we've been doing and how we've been busy. And I'll let you do that. Okay. So um, on my end, I remember a couple years ago probably we did a show where I was really freaking out because my daughter, my oldest, was going to start high school, and um, that's been going really, really well. Hold on, baby. Um, I had nothing to be afraid of. It's all turned out really good. She's already gotten into a couple of colleges. This is her senior year, and we received two scholarships and now she's still applying to her dream schools. Um, but that's what I've been busy with, just all the standardized tests and all that oh, stuff. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's Go play. It, it's okay. I'll take care of it. Okay. Go find Risa. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no. Oh, goodness. Well, we might have to record this whole show again because my little boy is freaking out about his sister made crumbs and all the ants may come. The, the ants are not going to come, okay? We're good. They won't. We'll be just fine, okay? And no, we don't need ant spray. We're fine. Okay, so, so that's my update. Really super busy with the big girl schools because I have three high schoolers that we're homeschooling. 
And um, I thought it was going to be, um, since they're so independent and do almost all their schoolwork alone, that I was going to be on vacation these last few years. But it really is a lot busier than than ever because we also have preschoolers that are running around. And um, so just it, that's been, it's been all good, good busy. So, but I wanted to make today's show about what you've been up to because um, I don't have like one extra second in the day to do anything else but the homeschooling and taking care of the house and um, helping my husband, um, you know, my little time with God and that's it. There's like time for nothing else. But you are doing work from home, and I think a lot of our listeners might be interested in that. So I wanted to make today's show mostly about that. I wanted to see, um, do you want to give us a little background of what that is and how that's going? Um, okay, so I'm also attempting to homeschool. <laughs> By attempting... Um, I am homeschooling, but I just, you know, there are days where you feel you're not doing as great a, a job at it. <laughs> so that's why I say attempting. Um, and I did stay home. I stopped. I used to work in engineering. I used to have an engineering position because that's what my uh, educational or academic background is in. Mm-hmm. So I did stop working for the purpose of staying home with my kids, being able to homeschool, being able to cook and hopefully provide homemade meals for my family because when I was working, we'd eat out a lot because, you know, life is busy. last thing you want to do when you get home at 6 p.m. is start cooking. <laughs> and um, And so there were just a lot of things that, we wanted to accomplish by me being home, and it's a challenge nonetheless because the transition's difficult, and there are new challenges once you are home. And but the thing is, like, I think we all have this little need for a certain amount of self-fulfillment outside of the home, um, which for a lot of people, careers does that, and so people continue to work full time. And um, I've attempted a number of projects. This podcast and blog is part of that attempt to do a project of my own um, and with a friend. That makes it fun. And so I've joined a number of home businesses, but I've realized that the method of growing those businesses and sales is not my strength and not necessarily something... I can really invest a lot of time into doing to make it worthwhile. Um, so I started a, to publish a new website. <laughs> and it's not that I have a ton of time to do it. It's just that I wanted a little project of my own. And I thought long and hard, and I remember messaging you, kind of asking you to convince me not to do it. <laughs> do you remember mm-hmm. that? And you had a lot of great arguments for me not to do it, but I still didn't listen. I figured, oh, I'll apply, and what are the chances, you know, that they'll tell me that, you know, the website is mine to work with. 
And it turned out that I did get that reply. We think you'd be great for this and welcome on board. And so um, I did start it with the attempt, with the intent to work it as a business to make extra money for the family off of it. And it definitely has that potential. Um, But midway through the year, I realized in order to do really succeed at that, I would have to not do as well in the home with the things I wanted to do, like my home responsibilities, like, I don't know, cleaning, washing, dishes, cooking, all that stuff, you know, something has to give because there isn't enough time in the day to do everything great. And so um, I've stepped back a little bit and I've do it more as a service to the community and as recreation to get a little bit of perks for my family. Um, but I'm not, ne- I wouldn't necessarily, I do work from home. It is work. It does involve work, but I'm not necessarily pursuing it for a lot of revenue. Um, but the potential is certainly there for someone who's interested. So yeah. is it okay to tell us what it is? Yeah, yeah. So it's called Macaroni Kid. It's a website. It's part of a national conglomerate of websites. Um, This mom in Long Island, um, back in the day when her kids were young, she realized it was really difficult to find activities to do with her kids. And um, when she started it, the Internet was big but not as big, so probably a lot of businesses didn't have websites or calendars going on their websites. So just to gather that information of where can I take my kids for activities and um, find it all in one place was kind of her vision. And she also thought, you know, if this gets going, I could probably provide a work-from-home opportunity for other moms who need the opportunity. So she got started with this website, and it just grew and grew and grew and grew. And now um, we're nationwide. We have a few websites in Canada as well. Again, it's called Macaroni Kid. And so what it is, it's a bunch of hyper-local websites. So, for example, mine would be called Macaroni Kid Folsom El Dorado Hills because I live in Folsom, California. And so... The website that I publish is specific to those two towns, to Folsom and El Dorado Hills. So I would collect activities and kids' activities and events and information from Folsom and El Dorado Hills and put it all in one calendar. And I also publish articles. Some are written by myself. Some are retrieved from a shared base that are shared amongst other publishers. And um, and so I publish this website, and then I send out weekly newsletters with these events and, and these articles, and sometimes we do giveaways and share recipes or crafts and things like that. And so now there are, I believe, over 550 publishers in, in Macaroni Kid. Very cool. So if I'm somebody not looking to make money, if I just want to know what's going on in my local town, I would Google Macaroni Kid in the name of my town, or do I go on their website and is there a search for my town? How do I find it? You 
You could Google Macaroni Kid and the name of your town, but sometimes because of the way Google does ranking and all that fancy search engine optimization stuff, it may very well be that there's a site for your town, but it's not coming up on Google. So the best way would probably be to go straight to the National Macaroni Kid website, which would be national.macaronikid.com. Mm-hmm. And then there would be, you would find like a little drop-down menu um, that says Find My Town. And then you would select your state first. So like for Californians, you scroll down, select California, and then a bunch of towns would come up. And so you would just find the town closest to you if, if by any chance your town isn't on there. And... um and yeah, and that's how you would find it. And they would take you to that local website. And once you're in that local website, you can view everything, the articles, the calendar, everything. You can view it for free. It's a free service to to the reader. Um, and to sign up for the newsletters, you would just go to the subscribe here window and fill out your information, your name, your email address, and then you would get their weekly newsletters from that point on. And the newsletter letter tells you every week what events are happening in your town, like Sesame Street Live or things like that. Yeah, it would. The newsletter, the newsletter shares some articles. The articles the newsletter shares are not always on the website. They might well, they will be accessible through the website, but they might sometimes be hidden. They might not okay. be up front on the front page. So publishers kind of do that sometimes where they'll only make an article easily available to subscribers just to pique the interest of people wanting to subscribe um, or sometimes give them extra special notice of an event or perks and whatnot so that you will receive a series of articles in those newsletters. And then... At the very bottom, there will be highlighted events, but not all the events. So you will see a, a list of highlighted events, and then to see the full calendar, you would just click on a little icon that says something like see more or see all or something like that. And it'll take once you click that, it'll take you to the event calendar on the website where you can search all the events. Cool. It seems like a really fun opportunity for grandparents who maybe if they're out of yes. town but they want it, right? So if I was a grandma, because I have big kids, I can start thinking about that, um, <laughs> I would love to be subscribed. <laughs> so maybe if my kids are in another town, I can surprise them with tickets to events, right? Yes. And, I mean, there's a lot of grandparents because sometimes I, ha- I host a booth at, like, a local – Easter egg hunt or something of that sort, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and so grandparents will come across my booth, and I usually have a craft to lure the kids in because <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to I want to have the opportunity. Sorry, I had to break to remind my daughter or something. Um, <laughs> So sometimes grandparents will come by with the kids and the kids will start doing the craft. And so the reason I 
I want to lure the kids in is that I want the opportunity to speak to the parents or grandparents um, to, you know, share the website and all that with them. And so a lot of grandparents will be like, oh, you know, I'm just a grandma or, oh, you know, I'm just visiting or whatever, you know. And I'll say, well, do you visit a lot? Or do you have the kids over on the weekends a lot? You know, or do you help babysit while parents work or something? And they'll say, yeah. I'm like, then you need to sign up for this website, you know. This will make Mm -hmm. your job of entertaining these children a lot easier. And it just never occurs to them until you point it out. But, yes, that's that's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. In fact, we even have... Go ahead. In fact, we even have publishers who are grandparents. Oh, cool. So, cool. Pe- so yeah, some of the people who are the face behind these websites, are a lot of them are grandparents because they want, they, they're at a position where maybe they have the time to, to really kick off one of these websites and make money off of it, but additionally, they're maybe through the giveaways that they run, because part of doing a giveaway, it's kind of like our compensation for running a giveaway because a giveaway is advertisement for whatever event it is that those tickets belong to, right? Mm-hmm. And so our compensation, instead of um, getting paid to run that giveaway, is often another set of tickets for our personal use. So a lot of parents and grandparents like that site of Macaroni Kid and sometimes exclusively published for Macaroni Kid for that purpose so they can provide the opportunity for their kids or grandchildren to attend these events for free. Um, so that's one of the big perks that that comes yeah. with being a Macaroni Kid publisher. Mm-hmm. So if somebody, if a mom wants to start in on this business, how much does it cost to sign up or to become a publisher? So, yeah, um, I don't know that the price has changed because I started early in the year. Actually, mm-hmm. it was like the last few days of December last year. And um, I, I was a subscriber, and I received an email, as did all the rest of the subscribers, saying, your, pub- your publisher is no longer going to publish this website. We are looking for a new publisher. If you're interested, please reply to this email. And so when I did so, they were promoting it as we're currently discounting the monthly fee. So I don't know, you know, how much that fee varies. But my monthly fee is $60 a month. Mm-hmm. And... I believe the most it would be would be a hundred dollars a month, but don't quote me on that because I don't know. I don't. I'm not part okay. of headquarters, so I wouldn't know okay. 100%. But one nice perk is if, let's say, you know people in a different town where Macaroni Kid doesn't currently exist, or maybe it used to exist, but the publisher is no longer active and you recommend them to Macaroni Kid, and they decide to be a publisher as well, for every person you refer, they will discount your monthly fee by $10. Oh, cool. So, 
Yeah, and then there's also a subscriber incentive when you reach a certain number of subscribers. Um, I know it's possible to get that fee completely waived. I don't recall if there's a certain level where you would have it discounted as well. But, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm understanding um, it would be f- a fun thing for a mom to do because you could get a lot of free tickets to events by putting in a li- that you couldn't otherwise maybe afford or it's not in your budget, um, by putting in the time to write a little bit of articles, like lighthearted articles, right? Or and um, Yes. Yes, they're really short, and they're all kind of specific to your town or to events going on in your town. So it could be as simple as republishing a media release a press release from that Disney on Ice, you know, shared with the media, and you just copy and paste part of that press release, make it into an article, say this is sponsored if you received um, tickets in exchange for sharing, and that's it. Or it could be top ten indoor play activities for kids in Folsom, and then you make – you write three sentences as an introduction, and then you write your list with hot links to the websites of the locations that you're recommending, and that's it. So it's really simple. It's not as um, in labor-intensive as maybe blogging. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so how many hours do you yeah. think you're putting in a week? Um, I started out putting in a decent amount because I was really super motivated and excited and wanted to do the business side and all that stuff. And at that point, I was probably putting in, I would say, like 20 hours a week. Okay. And um, my homeschooling suffered a little bit, but she was in kindergarten, so it wasn't too big of a deal. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely my sleep, and definitely things around the house. But so there's definitely a little bit of an adjustment period, just while you find your groove and figure out when to when is a good time for you to work on it. Um, and and also because if you're trying to pursue business relationships, most people work during nine to five, right? So that's when you're going to be making your phone calls or trying to meet with people or trying to attend a local chamber event or whatnot. But if you're doing it mostly for, like, the perks, like the giveaways and stuff, there's still a decent amount of work to put into it because you need to write the article for the giveaway and post on social media and then follow up with the winner and possibly do a review of the event after you attend it. So even with that amount of work, I would say maybe I might do, it varies depending on the week on whether or not I have an article that I need to write to that effect. Um, So it would probably vary from, I don't know, five to ten hours. Oh, okay. That's not bad. And um, so maybe do you think, okay, so that's the compensation in like free where you get, like, free tickets to places. That's one of the perks. But um, how do you make money from it? 
You make money from it by selling advertisement through your website and through your social media influence. Okay. So, for example, and, well, there's other ways as well, but that's the immediate way. So, if you were to go to my website, on the right-hand side, you would see a number of little banner ads. And some are for like a book or for an event. Um, I believe I have Shopkins Live on there right now. And um, that's one of them. And then some some of those links, like two of those links are from our national website that are pushed onto our websites. And that's mm-hmm. part of how national makes money through our websites to keep the lights on because they provide a lot of support and a lot of training. So it's very fair for them to be able to make money off of our website. Um, And so the remaining of the banner ads, so I believe I have 8 out of 10 that I can sell. There's actually more, but if I sold more, then each one that I sell would get less exposure. They would rotate. Okay. So it's totally up to the publisher. You run it the way you want to, but each one of those ads, I would set a price for it, and I would sell it for a certain time period. Let's say one month I could sell it for $100, three months I could give a discount of $90 per month, or whatever pricing you choose to give it. Um, That's entirely up to each individual publisher. And so we have those banner ads on the side, we have banner ads on the top, Another thing would be Facebook posts, if you have a decent amount of followers, especially if you're inheriting a website, there's already a set number of subscribers or followers that you're inheriting. It just passes over. You don't start from scratch. Mm -hmm. And so then you would just post on a sponsor's behalf, tag them as a sponsor, and, you know, basically sell your influence through that way. A lot of publishers that have been doing it for a lot of years that are making pretty good money, like it's their full-time job. They're putting in probably at least 40 hours a week and making probably a full-time earnings, salary, whatever you want to call it, off of it. Um, They're putting on events of their own, so they're hosting like an Easter egg hunt or a preschool expo or whatnot and they go through the entire process of renting the venue and finding selling booths and setting up all the booths and all the electricity and whatnot and they're the main sponsor of the event Mm -hmm. and so they're selling these booths for like i don't know 300 500 (laughs) dollars you know and so um it's kind of like the sky's the limit, as creative as you can get. You have permission to use the Macaroni Kid name and emblem. You do go through the exercise of, you know, getting your business license, if your city requires it, filing a um, non-fictitious name, if your county requires it, and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's basically your business for that small monthly fee. Okay, and um, you said that there was training and support. What does that look like? Real quick, because the, the show is going to end soon. Yeah, so there's uh, they they have 
like Google accounts, they, they'll set you up with a Google email through their Macaroni Kid um, company or whatnot. And then in that Google Drive, they have files that you can look up and you will find links to like training webinars or training calls and stuff like that and sample templates of this and that. They also have recently they came up with a website where you can go look up all that stuff. So it's essentially a training website. They also have a Facebook group where all the publishers, it's called Break Room. So it's kind of like a break room. You go in there with ideas and questions and whatnot and and people answer them. So there's a lot of support. There's a lot of support. Okay, great. yeah. So if somebody's a mom listening right now and she's interested in maybe getting started and maybe getting started at a small scale, like five hours or ten hours or something, um, and they want you to refer her, how can they contact you? They can send me an email at maricela m at macaronikid.com. So that would be M-A-R-I-S-E-L-A-M at macaroni, M-A-C-A-R-O-N-I, kid, K-I-D dot com, and just send me an email, and I'll reply back with all the information. Yeah, that'd be really neat, because it's always good to have, like, a person to go through first, right? I mean, it's kind of scary to just call the main number or whatever it is, Um, but it's good if they get in contact with you, and you can tell them a little bit about it, and then they can decide if they want to go forward. Very fun. Yeah, for sure. I'll oh, answer any questions you might have. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, well thank you. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> and I didn't intend to take up the whole show, but uh, we'll talk about other fun, lighthearted stuff in our next one. <laughs> okay. All right. Got to get those moments working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not We're getting free tickets to stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll All right. Talk to you Thanks, soon. everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.